If you could have more of something in your business right now, what would it be? I actually posed this question in a recent audience survey. In this survey, I asked everyone taking it to complete this sentence. I wish I had more blank in my business. And do you know what the most popular answer was? Clients, 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 clients. And there were other answers like money, time, things like that. But clients came up over and over again. And what is even more fascinating to me was that I could see on the back end of the survey how established and experienced the people who were answering the questions were in their business. So I asked them if they were new or intermediate or full-time creatives, etc. And what was crazy to me was that this is the most common answer among both new business owners and full-time entrepreneurs. So if you're thinking the same thing about your business right now, you are in good company. We all need clients and customers. I mean, without clients and customers, we don't have anyone to sell our stuff to. And without selling our stuff, we really don't have a business. Leads, potential customers, and clients, those are really like the lifeblood of your business. Well, technically money and cash flow is the lifeblood of your business, but if you do not have clients, you do not have cash flow. So they are directly connected. Your business needs to get in front of people and be visible in order for people to even decide if they want what it is that you sell or that you do in your business. And yet, visibility marketing activities are often some of the first to drop when we get busy, when we get overwhelmed, and we get frustrated, honestly, in our businesses. And unfortunately, when we stop getting visible, it often leads to a slowing down of those incoming leads and inquiries into your business. And this is a tricky thing because doing visibility activities in your marketing has a lag metric of how you can actually measure it. So you might be thinking, oh my gosh, I wish I had more inquiries. What the heck is going on? But really, right now, you are seeing a direct result of the marketing activities that you were doing or maybe not doing six to 12 plus weeks ago. And that's what I mean when I say a lagging indicator, meaning like the metric that we're measuring, it takes a while to see the impact and to fully measure from the activities that we're performing, which is the visibility marketing plan. So. We have to get visible. This is a tricky thing. It's something we often avoid, but it's something so crucial. And I wanna to talk to you today about creating a visibility marketing plan in your business. Hello, and welcome to the Called to Both podcast. I'm your host, Joy Michelle, and you're in the right place if you're ready to grow your business while also being the intentional and present mom you want to be. This show will leave you feeling inspired, equipped with tangible tips, and encouraged to go after your own version of being called to both. Let's dive in. What is visibility marketing and why should you care that you are getting visible consistently? Getting visibility in your business from a marketing perspective is all about getting in front of new potential clients that may want something that you are selling. I also think that being visible plays into getting back in front of your existing audience members. So to grow trust and awareness and demand for your business overall, both new, those new clients and customers that don't know about you yet, but also to people who may have seen your stuff in the past. Maybe they didn't follow, maybe they didn't subscribe, maybe they haven't bought 
anything that you have to sell yet, but they need to see you a good amount of times before they really start to connect you to the thing that you do, you to the solution that you provide, right? So visibility is really going to help you to grow trust around your brand, awareness about what it is that you do, and demand for your business, which we all want to be an in-demand brand, right? So people want to know what you do in your business and they want to do business with people that they like and people that they recognize and people that they trust and by getting visible we are building towards all of those things by consistently getting back in front of them we increase our chances of building that relationship maybe they share that content maybe they grow to know like and trust us more then of course we also want to get in front of new people people who have never seen our things before so i think this is a balance of staying visible to people who follow you and who've heard about you a few times and also of course consistently getting in front of a new audience if you're not currently getting in front of new people consistently it's going to be really hard to grow you might rely right now heavily on referrals which i think is a great way to get new clients but your whole marketing plan and marketing strategy should not rely around one referral source or one type of client generation being referrals because this is far less within your control. You can't actually control whether or not someone is talking about your business. So getting visible involves a lot of different activities in your business that you actually can be in control of, which is why I think this is so important and something we need to be consistently weaving into our schedule and our marketing activities every single month. Now, I talked about the importance of having a content marketing strategy and how content really is the long game when it comes to your marketing. We talked about that in episode 33. So if you haven't listened to that, hit that episode next after today's episode. Now, if you want to hear the single most important factor in really getting eyes on the content that you do share, you have to go back and listen to episode 21. I talk about this factor around making content and making content that actually converts into paying customers. All right, so let's talk about some marketing activities, visibility marketing activities that you could start weaving into your business on a regular basis. So one thing I want you to start doing is really commit to making visibility marketing something that goes into your calendar every single month. So like I said, visibility activities tend to be something that drop off our radar as we get busy, as we get overwhelmed, only to find a few weeks or months later, we're really starting to see the results of not marketing, of not showing up, not getting visible, and then are left with less leads and less clients and less cash flow. And so making sure that we commit to visibility to be something that we do regularly, even when we're booked out with clients, even when things are going really well, you're getting a lot of shop sales, you still wanna be thinking about that, the visibility marketing because you don't want that to stop, right? You don't want that to peter out. If anything, you want that to scale and grow. All right, so thinking about some of the ways that you can actually get visible in your business, I wanna share with you a couple of ideas around this so that you can get your gears turning and start thinking about things you could be doing consistently in your business to get more visibility. The first is to repurpose and reshare older content that performed really well in the past. The reason I wanna share this one with you is because I know the idea of getting visibility and getting in front of people can be daunting because you might be thinking, 
I have to create all this new content. I have to reinvent the wheel. I have to sit down and come up with something grander and better and more uh, magnetic than I've ever done in my business because I'm trying to get more people to see it. And I want to challenge that thought a little bit and remind you that some of your best content is buried on your Instagram feed and no one is seeing it. So go back to your analytics. If you go into your analytics, you can look at what your most saved posts are, what your most shared posts are, posts that got the most DMs, follows, or even just likes and comments. So I like to look at this. Sometimes I'll sit down when I'm feeling just really void of ideas and I'll go to the analytics on my Instagram, look at all the posts by type or by um, a certain amount of time, maybe just in the past year, and then look and see what are people resonating with? Because that is going to give you a great indication of what has already worked super well for you in the past to get visibility. You could repurpose it. You could reshare it. You could update it in some way. You could take that caption that did really well or that creative, the video or the image and then repurpose it. Where could you put this? Did you put it everywhere? Did you post it on your other social media platforms? I think if it's a video, if it's a short form vertical video like on Instagram, one obvious repurposing would be to put that over on TikTok, put that over on YouTube shorts, or even on Pinterest. Pinterest is now accepting vertical video. Isn't that crazy? So there's so many other places without reinventing the wheel, without starting over, that you could take a piece of content you already put time into and put it somewhere else. Repurposing is so powerful and so important to be thinking about, especially if you're feeling like one more piece of content or one more platform would just kill you at this point because you're so stretched thin. The next idea I have for you is to pitch yourself to collaborate with another business owner who has an audience that you would love to get in front of. So another complimentary business to yours, someone that serves a similar audience, but maybe doesn't have the exact same offer or product or service as you. So you're not exactly competitions. You have a nice overlap there. This is what I like to look at as like borrowing an audience. And people do this with me all the time. They come on my podcast or they come into my Facebook group and I'm able to bring value to my audience by having them as a guest or a collaborator or an expert. And we can do this in a formal capacity. We can make it really official. We can have um, an affiliate link for whatever it is that they do so that I receive a commission. But a lot of times it's super simple. It's not a paid thing. We just get together and create content together so that I get in front of their audience, they get in front of mine. Doing collaborations on a consistent basis in your business is something that I think if you would like to get more visible, you need to be thinking about. We have an episode coming up that's all about pitching yourself well, what to do, what not to do. So stay tuned for that. If you're not subscribed, hit subscribe wherever it is that you're listening because we're going to be diving into these topics a little bit deeper about how to get more visibility, how to position your brand with more authority and pitching yourself to get types of collaborations or even brand deals, I think is a big part of this. And we're going to be diving into that in the next coming couple of weeks here on the podcast. So I'm really excited about that. Okay. So the third idea I have for you for visibility is to simply show up in Facebook groups where your clients need your help. This could be a great option if you want to collaborate with people as well. So if you're looking for collaborators, Facebook groups are a really awesome place to connect with other creatives. But also I think showing up in Facebook groups where you are allowed to share your recent blog posts, your recent content, your services, what you do, so underrated and so easy to do. The next thing is to optimize your content for SEO. 
you can go back to old content and optimize that so that there's more visibility on it in terms of Google promoting your stuff. This is something you have to think about if you're going to be a content creator. And if you're in a business, if you're a creative business owner, you have to be thinking about content. You are a content creator. And I know that that can be kind of a hard identity to put on sometimes when we think of ourselves first and foremost as something else. Maybe you think of yourself as a creative or maybe you think of yourself as, um, you know, whatever it is that your profession is, but really you need to be thinking of yourself as a content creator in addition to that because your content is so huge for how you're going to basically not have to run ads every single day of your life to get people seeing your stuff and buying your stuff. So making sure that you're really diving in and embracing search engine optimization. Another podcast that I love and listen to a lot is Brands That Book by Davy Jones. And Brands That Book talk a lot about SEO. Lots of great content there on that podcast. I'll link it in the show notes. I think it's just an amazing resource. If you find SEO to be a little bit overwhelming, but you know it's important, that's a great place to start. So another thing to be thinking about as you're thinking about your visibility and things that you can do to get visible is keep in mind the concepts of evergreen content and video-based content. If you're thinking about getting visible, you need to keep both of these things in mind. So if you want to learn more about YouTube content and how you know video and YouTube and longer form content could fit into your strategy, I actually unpack this completely in episode three. I will have that linked in the show notes. That's going to share with you how to get started on YouTube, how it could potentially fit into your business strategy, and all things that I could share with you about getting started on YouTube, really. So if you're interested in that, that's back in episode three. But you also want to be thinking about evergreen content, making sure that what you're creating uh, has the legs to stand for a few more months, right? So this, we talked about this with repurposing. When you are able to repurpose and share older content again, that's a great indicator to you that it is evergreen. It didn't go away. It wasn't uh, limited to the value only being in that week or that month. So making sure that the content that you create really has the ability to continue to work for you, to continue to generate eyes on your business months and months down the road is going to be a great way to make sure that you don't burn out on content, which is so possible and it's very, very common. I burn out on making content a lot because I do make a lot of content in my business. So this is one way around that. I think if you leave with nothing else, leave with this one thing. It would be to schedule your visibility activities on your calendar so that you don't put it off and find yourself in a season of being without clients, in a season of feeling like, oh my gosh, I am not getting enough inquiries. I don't know where my next client is coming from. And you're not feeling confident in the way that you're getting people into your business, how you're nurturing them in your marketing, and then how you convert them into a customer. This all starts with visibility activities at the top. So this is a part you cannot skip. So take a peek at the show notes. You can grab all of the links to the past episodes mentioned, any guides that I throw down there, and you can explore my website and coaching options as well. So I will see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you enjoyed this episode, please help me get the word out about the Call to Both podcast by taking a screenshot of this episode right now and sharing it on your social media. I would also appreciate it if you would subscribe and leave me a five-star review. Thanks again, and I'll see you in the next episode.